I signed with my agency here in July. So it's like only been a few months. <laughs> and so, but before that, I was like a normal person who was like mm-hmm. socially aware and like knew everything that was going on. And so it's kind of like hard for me to be in an industry where it's like so controversial and a lot of controversies happen. And it's like, you're not really supposed to say things like you're a model. You're not supposed to have like an opinion. You're just supposed to like right. sit there and like whatever. So I feel like hopefully as more and more like top models and supermodels are speaking out about like like the, even the Me Too movement and just mm-hmm. things like that. It's like people are realizing like, wow, this industry is like pretty messed up. Like, mm-hmm. how can we change it? Let's change it. And the more we hold brands and like designers and people accountable, mm-hmm. then the more it can like start to change. So. Welcome to Persister with Candice Lowry. I am Candice Lowry. What is a persister? A persister is a little play on words of nevertheless she persisted, but also a woman who has truly broken through that glass ceiling and has really forged a path and a name for herself in whatever business she's in. Persister with Candice Lowry is a CastBox original produced alongside Studio 71. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both both iOS and Android, where you can find all of your favorite podcasts. You can listen to Persister with Candace Lowry wherever you get your podcasts, but I hope you'll give CastBox a shot because I think it's the best. everybody, welcome back to Persister with Candace Lowry. I am Candace Lowry and I am so excited because I'm like secretly fangirl. <laughs> Kyla Coleman on my show today to talk everything ANTM, um, to just talk about body image in general and just how you really got here. Yeah. Because I feel like you went from zero to 60 pretty fast. Yes, overnight. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'll start with one question that I have. There was this infamous moment where you asked when Life Size 2 was coming out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and oh I'm wondering God. if you've seen it yet. Yeah. Because it just came out. Um, I saw it uh, a few days ago, actually. I, I watched it late. And okay. And I just feel like some things, like, I feel like because I grew up with that movie. Yeah. That it was like, ugh, I wish I didn't, like, I know. go that route. Yeah. But it was great if I didn't see the first one. It was, like, a great movie, great production. But it was just, like... There's nothing compared to, like, the first one. I was secretly hoping that would be, like, a Lindsay Lohan Me too. They, they had a picture of her. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah, but it was, like, that's but I'm like, enough. I want her to, like, stroll in and be, like, she's my Barbie. Yeah, because Lilliati <laughs> was in there. So I was, like, anyone else could, like, make a cameo. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm glad because I was worried you were going to be, like, no, I don't watch that. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, I watched oh, it. Shit. Yeah, no, um, I watched it. Um, okay, so you just got out of Mary's Next Top Model and just – one. Yeah, <laughs> so, literally, that's what happened. Um, I saw you being interviewed, and you're like, I was literally, like, serving coffee two yeah. months ago. Yeah. So what got you to kind of make that step to audition to start the whole process? Well, I guess I've, like, always been tall. So mm-hmm. it was always, like, do you model or do you play basketball? <laughs> so I ended up playing basketball. <laughs> and so I played that. I was, like, a, I had three brothers, so I was, like, really athletic. And I was, like, like modeling, that's not, like, a thing for right. me or, like, anyone in my community. So... Never really thought of it, but then um, when I was in college, I ended up going to a community college because, like, I got injured and, like, a bunch of stuff happened. So I was just, like, not really – I was happy, but I wasn't, like, loving what I was doing. Right. And this lady on Instagram, uh, her name is Carrie. She is a casting director for ANTM, and she was like, hey, like, you should totally apply for ANTM. And I had, like, 700 followers, like (laughs) – 
two selfies. I didn't I'd be like, use how social. Did you find yeah, like, I didn't use social media or anything. And she was just like, "Yeah, totally apply." And I was like, "That's like, bold. like she's kidding." Like, mm-hmm. I think she's like a scam. And then I saw, because I'm from Washington, so India last year won, and so I saw like India posting Carrie, like this the mm-hmm. casting director, and I was like, "Oh, I guess she's like real, like a real mm-hmm. person." And so I had like one day off, and I was like, um, "I'll make my home video and I'll do it." And then I just did it, and like two weeks later, they're like, "Okay, you're on the show." Oh, my God. Yeah. And it was crazy. And, like, I didn't – I was, like – I knew – like, there was other girls who had been modeling for 10 years, four years, even, like, one-year experience. But I didn't mm-hmm. even, like, use – because modeling now, it's, like, you act, you sing, social right. media, everything. I didn't. I did none of that. Like, I was an athlete, and then I went to school, and I worked regular jobs. So it wasn't, like – I didn't know how to sing. I didn't know how to act. I mean, I danced, like, with my friends. I didn't yeah. know, like, <laughs> social media, selfies, like, marketing, branding yourself. And so I didn't assume, like, I would do very well. And so right. I packed, like, four T-shirts and, like, <laughs> and like lived out of my suitcase the whole time we were there. Because I was like, I can go, you can go home any second. But also, like, I know I'm up against people who, like, know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing is it's all about learning and just pushing yourself. And so I think that I realized, like, as long as you're learning, yeah. you're doing fine. You don't have to know everything as long as you're, like, willing to adjust and, like, take the advice. And Yeah, I was going to ask because I know with, like, The Bachelor, they literally can't leave yeah at any time yeah so is it one of those things where you can freely cu- leave and come back or are you like on lockdown with everything yeah you're on lockdown like you have no phone no oh social media <laughs> yeah no phone for, <laughs> no phone for six weeks no social media like it was this is like a running joke but me and like christiana and like i think another girl we'd always because like beyonce was pregnant at the time so we kept <laughs> asking like did she have her babies and is donald trump and peach oh so it was God. like the running question like we because like we had like anything could be happening and we would literally have like we could be in a war and we wouldn't even know because That's like crazy you can't even like look in the direction of like a media outlet so it was like you really are closed off and it's like crazy now that i'm out of it to think that i really lived six weeks in that like sort of environment of like and like almost every girl had a boyfriend and I was like how do you like just leave someone your family for six weeks like can't even talk to them like yeah yeah. so there was no interaction none (laughs) I mean we got like I think we got like two or three phone calls throughout the entire process but it's like 10 minutes each and you have four people you can call so it's like 10 minutes you divide that like which parent do you like better like who's your best friend like you know so it was kind of like a little rough, but also, like, I feel like you're so caught up in what's going on that you're not even thinking about, mm-hmm. how's my mom doing? Right. And then when you do think of stuff like that, it's like, huh, I miss my mom. And then you start to cry. So it's <laughs> oh like either, either you focus on the task at hand or you cry about missing your mom. So I was just like, my mom's going to be proud if I, like, do good. So let me just, like, do good and yeah, hopefully. From going from just being, like, an everyday human being <laughs> yeah. to diving deep into this process, like, what was the most insane moment for you? Because I feel like if I was standing next to Tyra Banks, just being like chill with her, I would yeah. lose my. Mind. It was it was literally like that. Like the our first meeting of her, it's like everything on TV. So it's three three real days is one episode. So like okay. we live three days, but you guys see one. Okay hour of the 72 hours oh my god so yeah so everything's a super slow process so before we even met her it was just like hours of waiting and knowing like oh my god i'm gonna meet tyra banks and then i'm like 22 so i grew up literally watching yeah. like everything like when i was younger it's not like there was shows before tyra's like talk show and everything so right it was like just like i'm gonna literally meet tyra banks and like it's modeling so you're being judged by her it's not like you're just gonna like go hang out mm-hmm. and like grab drinks it's like she's literally gonna tell you if you're good or bad at like what you're doing 
And so like just seeing her was, and her eyes are like so green that it's yeah. like unreal. I feel like I would die. Yeah, and <laughs> Ashley Graham too, she's so stunning in person. Like, and I'm just like, oh my God, but it was like definitely starstruck up until maybe like two, like two episodes left. I was like scared shitless every day. <laughs> like it was crazy. But yeah, it was like really intense just seeing Tyra, especially because like you're coming in wanting to model and you're standing yeah. in front of like Tyra. Like, yeah, as your first as modeling your first mo- <laughs> yeah. just being like, okay, yeah, let's do this. Yeah, and then she was our photographer a few times, too, so I was, mm-hmm. like, I, I would always do better when she was our photographer because, like, you don't want to, like, disappoint her, and, like, she's right. on the other side of the camera, and she knows, like, everything, so it's, like, yeah. you have to try even harder. Yeah, and it really seemed like this season was very um, diverse and had a bunch of different people yeah. and even like someone who was 42 yeah. on there and so which is older than my mom so I was like living with someone <laughs> older than my mom and I was oh like I called my mom I was like um, you could totally be on here but I couldn't disclose like that oh, she was so, yeah, on there my mom's like why I was like can't let you know but <laughs> just saying yeah, apply just, next yeah, time <laughs> try next year <laughs> yeah it seemed like it was very much a step in a really like positive direction but also showed the reality of mental illness and alopecia and everything yeah like that and I feel like it kind of shifted the way people look at models and um I think with the news especially with all this Victoria's Secret stuff going on it seems like I'm sure it's hard to be in the modeling industry when something like that is going on with Victoria's Secret and it's just kind of like you're all caught up in all of this going on. Yeah. And I'm wondering, like, where you see the modeling industry going. Yeah. And that's kind of something that's really hard for me because I only really been modeling for a year. And honestly, I've only been modeling since I moved to L.A., which was in June or July. Yeah. So, I mean, I was on America's Next Top Model, which is reality TV and modeling, but I signed with my agency here in July. So it's, like, only been a few months. (laughs) And so, but before that, I was, like, a normal person who was like Mm -hmm. socially aware and like knew everything that was going on and so it's kind of like hard for me to be in an industry where it's like so controversial and a lot of controversies happen and it's like you're not really supposed to say things like you're a model you're not supposed to have like an opinion you're just supposed to like sit there and like whatever so I feel like hopefully as more and more like top models and supermodels are speaking out about like like even the me too movement and just Mm -hmm. things like that it's like people are realizing like wow this industry is like pretty messed up like Mm -hmm. how can we change it let's change it and the more we hold brands and like designers and people accountable Mm -hmm. then the more it can like start to change so I hope that it like over time yeah and I feel like it helps too with brand awareness when they're doing stuff that's really radical and different and changing and inviting and um that's part of why I really liked this season and it's like I just I'm sure it was pretty insane to be there and have that moment and um when I've always been curious about the makeovers oh yeah how long that actually lasts because that's that's like what 14 of you guys or how many yeah 14 because like one gets eliminated before yeah yeah so yeah 14 of us yeah we went to this salon like called like and we went to to a salon a really good salon I'm so the guy who did my hair he still does it like now that I live here yeah he's super cool but we went to a salon and then like Liz for example her she had pink hair Mm -hmm. and so that took literally like 14 hours Christiana they bleached the shit out of her hair Mm -hmm. that took her like I think Liz and Christiana because we were all waiting on the bus I just got extensions and like my hair brown which it is yeah (laughs) so like they did nothing so I was like done just like sitting there and then like some people didn't get much and so like we were done early but I think like 14 
hours or something like that, or like 12 hours for Christiana and um, Liz. But we have to, we can't leave without them. So we're just like literally Turner. waiting there. Yeah. And um, some girls, yeah, like Brenda K, she got her head shaved. So it was like, yeah. Two seconds. <laughs> yeah, two seconds. And then we're they're just, like, waiting around. And they, they had, like, the whole salon, like, blocked off. So yeah. Just us. And when you get to that final moment in the final shoot, or were you just, like, completely exhausted? Oh, the final or, runway? Yeah. Oh, my God. So that's, like, what nobody realizes is... I feel like it'd be so... I'd just be, like, dead. Yeah. <laughs> literally, because... So the way it works is that there's the final run we know the day of the final runway obviously because we know when we're flying home Mm -hmm. so we don't really know like oh tuesday january 3rd it was july 3rd but we don't because we flew home the next day so Mm -hmm. we knew that the next challenge coming up was going to be the final one and so i was like nervous and like we we film like a bunch of stuff for like the finale and whatever and then i literally found out like i won at like 3 a.m and on july yeah and we had been so we get there in the morning and then we, like, do the runway, do everything. And then panel is literally, like, eight hours long. And it's just, like, Christiana, like, went. So she was, Christiana was, like, off location, like, just waiting. Because mm-hmm. nobody can know the winner. Like, even the girls can't know. So only Gina and I knew because we were oh there. And they take, like, everybody out of the room. So it's, like, the like producer, the camera crew, like, sound guy. And that's, like, it. And it, we're in, like, a giant room. But it's, like, ten people, like, silent. Because it, it's, like, so you can't, nobody can know. And so, yeah, it was, like, eight hours long. We, like, finished at, like, 3 a.m. And, like, during panel, it was, like, I think they deliberated for, like, two whole hours. <laughs> and, like, we were just sitting in a room, and I was literally sleeping. And, like, oh our Philippine dresses. <laughs> like, we had to still be in, like, full hair and makeup. <laughs> and then the sucky part is that we – so I won, got in a car, went to a hotel, didn't have clothes, didn't have my toothbrush, didn't have anything because they pack it up for you. And so I'm just sitting in a hotel, like, in my underwear, like, with full hair and makeup. <laughs> I pass out, and then um, I wake up in the morning and um, go home. Like, they hand me my phone, like, okay, like, here's your suitcase, here's your phone, and I'm like, go. And I'm just like, all right. Like, I just want America's Next Model. <laughs> That's cool. Get in the car, fly home, and then I, my family moved to Portland. I'm from Washington. So I, like, flew home to a different state in a different house, and I was just like, all right, like, what the fuck do I do now? Because I don't, I still, and like, can't tell you anybody. Tell your parents? No, nobody knew. My dad, like, cried when he <laughs> so found out. So you're just, like, sitting there? Just yeah. Just being like, yeah. Yeah, going to college. Like, I'm in class, like, getting in trouble by my professor, and I'm just like, what the fuck am I doing here? Like, <laughs> like bitch, I just <laughs> Yeah, <want> literally. <laughs> that's what it was like. And, like, some, like, the students, like, recognized me, and I was like, I have to, like, pretend to be, like, a good student because they're going to be like, Kyla Coleman, like, she fucks around in class, yeah. and, like, she's in college. <laughs> so I was, like, trying extra hard. But it was, like, weird because coming back, it's like I didn't instantly go into modeling. I wanted to finish school first because mm-hmm. I already started. And so I was yeah. like, yeah, let me finish. And then I started modeling when I moved here. But I graduated like a month before or like a few weeks before the final episode aired and then I moved here. So So have you seen fast. yeah. Have you <laughs> seen a difference in the way that people talk to you or the way your friends interact with you since kind of winning and having this newfound fame, I guess? Um, I feel like I mean, my friends are the same. I feel like I get recognized a lot and mm-hmm. I forget what's like, because like we'll, we'll be at a concert and like we're getting stared at. My friends are like, are they going to jump us? And they're like, oh, wait, duh, I was on TV. <laughs> so it gets like scary sometimes because I'm just like, why is everyone staring at me? And then I'm like, oh, duh. And then so that's weird. And then like just especially in like Portland, like when I go back to Portland, there's like a bunch of like people. And so it's like that, I guess it's different. My friends, like I've always been the same person. And like yeah. even going on the show, like I didn't really change who I was and like, even at this point, I don't feel like I'm like I won American Model. I still feel like 
I was like breaking down crying on the way here. Like I have like so many problems that it's like I don't feel like I'm better than anybody and I know I'm human. And so it's like I don't feel like my friends treat me differently because I'm still that same exact Mm -hmm. person like that left to go film the show. Mm-hmm. But I'm definitely like people have a different sort of, or like when I go out and like people recognize me, they'll treat me nicer, mm-hmm. which kind of sucks because it's like everyone should treat everybody yeah, nice. But exactly. I mean, I'm grateful, but it's also like kind of sucks because I'm just like, well, where was that? Like, so if I wasn't yeah. this person, like you would treat me bad. But yeah, I've had instances like that where people will not be that nice to me and then once they see like a so my social following or something they're instantly nice to me and it's like yeah. can you just be a nice human being yeah it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah and it's also like my opinion now is still the same of you but yeah. because you only treated me nice because you know who I am so it's right like, yeah it, it, that's the irritating part because I just want everyone to be nice to everyone yeah but I'm still like grateful for like yeah the kindness but have you been able to stay in touch with any of the other contestants and like gotten to be friends with them or has it been hard because I mean everyone's obviously from all over the place yeah surprisingly so many girls are from LA I was like the only there was like two from Tennessee and then everyone was else was from New York or LA I'm mm. pretty sure uh Ivana was from somewhere on the east coast too like not New York or LA so mm-hmm. I was like the only one from like a area like that's yeah. not New York LA um, I mean and they're not from there but they've lived there. they live yeah. there currently and um, so Cora and I we live together she's my roommate and then Ryan we hang out all the time because she's in Orange County and then like sometimes Liberty and Maggie like we'll like well a few times we've gotten like dinner with them and mm-hmm. but like Sandra Christiana I love them to death but they're in New York so it's like whatever but if we go, if I go out there I'll see them yeah it's good to know that it's not all just competitiveness and competition and that you guys can actually be supportive of one another because yeah. I feel like in entertainment in general it's hard to be friends with your competitors yeah you know just because there's that natural um inclination to be super uh competitive with one another but it sounds like you guys are very supportive yeah and close and still and it sounds like you need that too yeah which I feel like would defeat the purpose of like even being like um, like a model because it's like you have to support each other because this yeah. industry doesn't take to everybody and like we all nobody understands a model like I luckily like the guy I'm dating he's like in the same like sort of field so he understands but even like my friends who just work because most of my friends I don't really have friends that are models and so it's like mm-hmm. they don't understand this life and whatever and so I feel like we have no other choice really but to support each other because <laughs> we're the only ones who can like understand each other and then like unless you're on an American Sex Model you have no idea like what it's like like Winnie just said something about how like being on American Sex Model doesn't help your modeling career and it's like gone viral and Tyra's talked about it and like mm-hmm. a bunch of other girls have talked about it and so many people ask me my opinion on it but it's genuinely if you're not if you've never been on the show you don't understand mm-hmm. and like you think you can understand or you think you have an understanding but unless you tried being on reality tv and trying to transition to the real world you're not going to understand it so yeah I feel like we kind of have to support each other yeah and a lot of the girls do amazing things and I'm like so proud of everyone like Christiana like I was even if I wasn't on the show I'd totally support her because like mm-hmm. a lot of the women are amazing women mm-hmm. and I really want to talk about um what life has been like after in that transition because I'm sure it's like f- going from one extreme to the other really and just radically changing your life in six weeks basically yeah. um so I want to take a quick break and then come back and talk about life now and you know what it's like to kind of have the spotlight <laughs> awesome <laughs> 
What would it look like if we all listened more? Listening to audiobooks motivates us, inspires us, even brings us closer together. Audible has the largest selection of audiobooks on the planet, and now with Audible Originals, the selection has gotten even more custom with content made for members. I personally recommend You Are a Badass because you will feel amazing after reading it, and it will really give you the motivation that you need. Plus, your books are yours to keep. With Audible, you can go back and re-listen anytime, even if you cancel your membership. Didn't like your audiobook? Exchange it. No questions asked. Every month, Audible members get one credit good for any audiobook they choose, plus two Audible originals from a changing selection that they can't get anywhere else. They also get access to audio fitness and health workouts created exclusively for Audible. Start a 30-day trial and your first audiobook is free. Go to audible.com slash persister. That's audible.com slash P-E-R-S-I-S-T-E-R. Today's episode of Persister is brought to you by Sunbasket. And I love Sunbasket because it's so important to be eating good, nourishing meals because that's what keeps you awake at work and focused. But they also have recipes from every type of diet, like paleo, gluten-free, vegan, calorie-conscious options. So there's really no excuse. And they're super easy to put together. Sunbasket really makes it easy and convenient to cook healthy, delicious meals at home, no matter how much experience you have in the kitchen. I promise you, I have made all of these recipes and have been perfectly fine. Now you get more options than ever. So just go to the Sunbasket app and pick from 18 weekly recipes. And they always are changing so you don't get bored. You can easily cook dishes like Buddha bowls with braised tofu, soba noodles, and cashew lime dressing. But I actually love the chicken katsu with ginger greens because um, who doesn't like fried chicken? (laughs) There are paleo, gluten-free, lean and clean, vegan, Mediterranean, family options, and more. So they have your diet covered. Sunbasket works with the very best farms and suppliers to bring you fresh, organic produce and responsibly raised meats and seafood. Everything is pre-measured and delivered right to your door, so you really don't have to worry about anything. You can get a healthy and delicious meal on the table in as little as 15 minutes. There's something for everyone, so you can be your kind of healthy. Just go to sunbasket.com slash persister today to learn more and get $35 off your first order. That's sunbasket.com slash persister for $35 off. Sunbasket.com slash P-E-R-S-I-S-T-E-R. Welcome back to Persister. I'm here with Kyla Coleman, and I want to get into your life right now. That sounds a little invasive. (laughs) But so you kind of get thrown into this modeling business, really, and you were talking about the effect that being on the show has on auditions and being in the modeling industry. Do they recognize that when you go in, or is it just kind of everybody's fame is off the table? while they do an audition for you? Um, I feel like that's kind of something I can't answer fully, only because I don't feel like they tell me straight to my face, like, we don't yeah. want you because you're on reality TV. <laughs> um, but I feel like there are times when, like, I have other mm, girls that were on the show that tell me, like, oh, I met with, like, this agency, and they mm-hmm. were like, eh, like, you were on that. And I've had experiences like that, too, where they were like, oh, like, you were on 
like ANTM, like mm. yikes, but they don't say like that's not why you got the job. Yeah. But it could potentially be that. But there have been clients that have like reached out to me because of I think my following maybe mm. more so. And that's what American Lifestyle Model did 100% give me a following. I had literally like 700 followers. <laughs> so yeah, so um, some people will reach out to me because of my following. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that it's necessarily given, it doesn't really give you an advantage over other models because you were on the show. I think if you're a good model, you're a good model. Yeah, so why would um, companies or clients be discouraged from a history on America's Next Top Model? I feel like because it's reality TV at the end of the mm. day. Like, we 100% do real photo shoots. Like, yeah. we get hair and makeup. We, like, in our shoots, our days are so long, and there are similarities between, like, the shoots I've done outside the show and, like, while on the show. But I feel like some people are like, well, like, it was reality TV, so... Mm. it's not something we take super seriously and it's all about like our book now so but it's like we all have to build our book and like none Mm -hmm. of the images from the show I don't have any of those in my book like I've just been shooting here and like Mm -hmm. um, creating my book that way but it did give you like I would personally for me and I feel like everyone's experience is different but for me I feel like I 100% wouldn't be a model if it wasn't for America's Next Top Model so it definitely like showed me that I can model it taught me like what I need to know but I don't think that it, it just doesn't hand you out. Like people and so many of my followers are like, well, why aren't you like doing this or that? I'm like, well, Donatella Versace is not picking up her phone and being like, hey, like, I saw you on TV. Do you want to walk? <laughs> Come and, over. Yeah. Do you want to yeah. walk in Versace? It's not how it works. But I feel like it does give you advantages and like just like maybe your confidence. But I don't mm-hmm. think it helps you with like clients. But we did meet like um, Philip Pline, which like maybe that could like if we cast with him, he'd be like, oh, I recognize you. But mm-hmm. never tried that. Mm. So... Are the shoots that you did pretty similar on your shoots in reality now, or are Not they totally, <laughs> totally different? Totally, because it's like um, because it's reality TV, it's like challenge. So it's like the mm. shoot is a challenge, and I guess maybe because I, I haven't done like really bizarre work, yeah. But it's like I mean the hair and makeup, crafty, all that's mm-hmm. the same. Like the production's the same, but it's no, I've never done spiders and like mm-hmm. bubble runway and stuff like that. <laughs> so I feel like because it's TV, they want to play it up and yeah. like walk in a bubble on a runway well the runways I've walked are just flat and we have heels yeah so it's like a little bit different that way um and so I feel like when I was transitioning from the show to like real life mm-hmm. it was like oh like we don't have to like do this crazy do this shit. crazy stuff or like hold or even just like emotionally you ha- it was different because like um you're watching other girls shoot and it's like it's a challenge and it's competition and it's like yeah you're trying to like take a good image but you're also trying to take a better image than the next person mm-hmm. or do better than you did last week but this like a client books you and it's like just you know portray whatever they want and then mm-hmm. those images get published and you're not going against anybody else mm-hmm. so it's a little bit different like in your headspace mm-hmm. but yeah it sounds like there's a lot to modeling than people think um, oh, yeah. And I'm, yeah, and I'm wondering hard. what you think, like, the biggest misconception is that people have about models that you've kind of learned throughout the process. Um, I think that people – I mean, I think a lot of people have a lot of misconceptions about models. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of people – like a common misconception that people make of me is that like I just know what I'm doing and my whole life is just like planned out because I'm a model Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's completely wrong and I feel (laughs) like I have no idea what I'm doing with my life and like I'm taking it day by day and I feel like there's I don't live a structured lifestyle and I used to and so I feel like a lot of people think like 
oh, like these campaigns pay so much money. Like you're probably living super well. Like you live in L.A., you left your hometown, but it's also like money doesn't come like that. Like the, the Yeah, it's not constant. It's not constant. The rates aren't always great. Like big brands don't pay like like what you would assume. Mm-hmm. Like magazines don't pay what you assume. Runways don't pay what you assume. And it's like when are you going to get your next runway job that's hardly going to pay you, you know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like people think that – you know, we make a ton of money or a lot of us are just like we don't have like personality or mm-hmm. whatever. But I feel like now um, a lot of like younger people, I can tell they can tell like models are normal people. But I feel mm-hmm. like older people, when I talk to them and say I'm a model, they're like, oh, like oh, you're not model. doing anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you're not doing anything with your life. But I feel like more people like our age, like younger mm-hmm. people, they understand like that's an actual career and whatever. Mm-hmm. But I feel like a lot of people just have like assumptions that just aren't really true yeah and I especially with people having those misconceptions but also kind of being out there in the digital space now from like 700 followers to hundreds of thousands of followers have you seen any like negative comments that you've had to endure or any kind of harassing online or anything like that well I feel like I'm very very, very extremely blessed because I mm-hmm. a lot of people took well to me and like I've never really experienced people who would like constantly be like kill yourself and stuff like that yeah. that I saw the other girls getting. Mm. 100% there was a bunch of Republicans I pissed off when I said fuck Donald Trump on national television. Okay. So, <laughs> but, think so. But it's also like I say that in my normal life and people get mad at me so that's nothing I'm like not used to. And then there's like obviously the people that say like there was a guy one time and this is like only one person who was like you – you like boys and girls, like you're confused and just mm. saying stuff like that. And so that was like one time. And then there's people who obviously like say like their opinions on my looks, but that's mm. the industry. I mean, everyone's going to say their mm-hmm. opinion on my look and I'm putting myself out there for people, not for people to do that, but yeah. it's like people are going to do it. Um, but I've been really lucky and I've had like such great support system and such great followers. And like even the people I meet are like so amazing. Mm. And I feel like I got extremely lucky because I know even from this past cycle, not everyone's experience is like that. Mm-hmm. And like I'm literally so grateful that I have like the following that I do have because mm-hmm. they're amazing. Yeah. And it it sounds like now, too, you can kind of expand your business not really just to be modeling but now you have a podcast that's coming out in early 2019 yeah (laughs) (laughs) not so glamorous yeah so what made you want to start that um I think because I am was a student before and I was like learning a lot and talking a lot and never was a model really before this. Mm -hmm. I never, like, I've always had such an open mind. And I feel like with modeling, you can get so caught up in, like, when's my next job and when's this going to happen? And there's, like, so much going on in the world that it's, like, you have to step outside of what's going on in your life and realize that, like, other people need help or need a Mm -hmm. conversation or whatever. And then I would go to castings and I would talk to a bunch of other models and they'd be, like... I just got my 50th parking ticket this week or like oh. I just got back from Milan and like I made $10 and now my agency's mad because I'm in debt oh and I'm God. just like we're all going through it together and like we're yeah. all sitting these four hour long castings and like none of us are like as successful as people are thinking or like it's a really really rough industry and mm-hmm. the strong survive and I'm so grateful to be in it but it's also <laughs> like really hard and like um, my experience is different than everyone else's um, everyone else has a different way of how they got in modeling mm-hmm. and every like there's so many different types of models and as we're trying to bring diversity into the industry I feel like a lot of people need to share their stories so we can help like normalize like queer models and mm-hmm. um 
curve models and stuff like that. So I wanted to just like have a podcast where I could bring people on and they could share like their experience, like from how they got to be a model and how their experiences in the industry, because everyone has a different experience. And like, I don't know what it's like to be curve or trans right. or even like have been modeling for five years or like started as a kid or like lived in model apartments because I got really lucky and was like on a TV show and then yeah. learned it that way. So and have your parents and your family still been super supportive after everything yeah, and been excited so, for you? Yeah, I'm the only girl of three boys. And so they're all like my number one fans. <laughs> oh. And they like, um, I, I'm like obsessed with my family. I text them like every day. They never reply. <laughs> oh my God, yeah, I, like, what? Have a gr- yeah, I have a group. What do you say to them? <laughs> just like funny stuff. Like I'll send my parents like funny stuff and they just don't reply. I'm just like, okay. Like, but it's also like kind of rude because like I'm the only kid that lives like not at home yeah and so I feel like oh I my should God, I just picture you being like hope everyone's having a good day yeah no literally that's <laughs> what it's like like, like, or, like a funny meme or like <laughs> some like a current like current event and then I'm just like hey like hope you guys saw my <laughs> last message <laughs> per my last text yeah literally that's, that's literally how it, but everyone's like busy to understand <laughs> but yeah they're like when I was going off to like when my, my mom was driving off the airport my brothers all were like waving goodbye like hope you win and like Aww. yeah they're so sweet they're like the best ever and we grew up supporting each other in sports and so they're like yeah. well she wants to model we're gonna support her in that so and then anything I do like I for my birthday I like took a picture with like cake on my boobs and like um <laughs> like with like a cake holding cake that's a 22 on it yeah my mom's like oh is that for like food network or oh or like porn oh my but they're God. just like they're food just like network or porn yeah she didn't I know those two <laughs> right there yeah but they're just so support they're just like whatever like if i send them like if i do like a shoot and it's like weird or like naked my yeah. friend's like great like i'm happy you're like living your life and having fun they like put it in a giant yeah, <laughs> it's all over the house oh <laughs> the christmas cards <laughs> well i mean with younger girls i feel like especially our generation that feel like we have a very different view of life and especially the modeling industry and entertainment industry if you know, some girl was listening to the show right now and wants to be a model or wants to be in that industry but doesn't really know how or is a little afraid to, what would you tell them? Um, if I would tell anybody just to make sure you're mentally, like, okay with yourself and you love yourself. And I'm not saying if you don't love yourself, don't become a model, but mm-hmm. the only reason I'm saying that is because you're going to get an opinion every single day on you on how you look you're not going to get a job because of how you look and Mm -hmm. so if you're confident and happy in yourself then you're gonna be like okay well like they're lost or like Mm -hmm. okay that one just wasn't for me but if like when I I tried starting when I was 17 and like I was getting told like my hips were too big and getting threatened Mm -hmm. with being plus size and I was just like well (laughs) that's not it for me me. (laughs) yeah like I can't do that because I just wasn't mentally ready because I've never been judged like that before Mm -hmm. but now at 22 like okay I didn't get a job cool like the next one will come or like whatever so I feel like you have to just be okay with being told no all the time and just be like happy and confident in yourself um because it's really cutthroat but also just like don't be afraid to try it yeah just go for it because the world is becoming more accepting of so many different standards of beauty and we're like breaking away from like that Eurocentric one standard mm-hmm. that, we've always, that we've always had and so a lot of people are like becoming more successful because they're just you know being them and I think also a big thing that I live by is always being nice like mm. any situation you're in someone's mean just always be nice because niceness always wins and mm-hmm. that's like my goal in life is just to be like as nice as possible and see how far that can take me because it's so easy to be rude and try and mm-hmm. like do something shady and get a one-up on someone because you could 
make it like that. People do, but it's also like, I feel like a lot of the jobs I've gotten is because I was kind and then like a makeup Genuine. artist on set, like noticed my kindness and was like, oh, hey, like we want her on this shoot or something mm-hmm. else. So I feel like just being nice and working hard is like the best thing you could possibly do. Mm-hmm. And did you have moments or I guess still have moments where the comments from potential clients about looks like get to you or do you just have a certain way that where you handle them? Um, about looks, I don't really care anymore. <laughs> like I, I used to like I used to be like obsessed with being a certain measurement. Like mm-hmm. I used to be like measuring myself every day with like a measuring mm-hmm. tape, like measuring my thighs, like my like stuff that they're not gonna measure, <laughs> but just seeing if I'm like losing any weight and then that was just like fucking with my head. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, Okay, I can't do that anymore. <laughs> so yeah. um I already had that little phase and that was like when I was in high school. Um, but now it's just I don't really care because if you don't like how I look, then the other girl fits your your aesthetic better. Cool. Mm-hmm. And like, um, if you're not accepting of like how my body is, like I'm not gonna be like sorry and try and change how I am just to like fit your brand and what you guys want. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like it's the one thing that's hard for me is getting told no all the time. Yeah, like going I mean, it to has like, to be hard. Yeah, because like you go to like four castings in a day and then you never get called back for any of them and like you got your you sat in traffic all day long and like you canceled all your plans and you don't so it's like that's hard like the uncertainty but Mm -hmm. being told like I went to a casting for a cosmetics camp like a cosmetic campaign and it's a brand that I really love and I think was great and I walk in and I drove like an hour in traffic and I like paid to park everything I got there and they were just like you we already have a girl your complexion like you can just go and I was like fuck like yeah I was like ouch like I just drove so far and it's like already have a girl your complexion is like not the thing you want to hear yeah. is like a, like you know and so I was just like all right <laughs> I just like got my stuff and left and it's just like that's what it is that's what modeling is and like today I was in traffic all day I was late to everything and then like <laughs> late here <laughs> just literally no, late it's to everything. horrible it's it's hard it's really really hard and so I feel like that's what takes the toll is just mm-hmm. like it, yeah, it just takes a really big toll sometimes. Yeah, and when you are going into an audition, do you know a certain time frame that it would take? Or it could take 10 minutes or, like, two hours? Yeah, like, there's request castings, which are the client requests your agency to see you specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, but there can be – there's, like, so many agencies, and they can request X amount of girls from whatever agency. So requests usually – you have a time slot of to go. But, like, today my time slot was 4.40. I said I can't make that. So I said, okay, come in at 3 and or, like – 2.30 or something, mm-hmm. and I was already there for a whole hour. And so it's like, okay, like, you just can't, I can't, got a blast because I can't <laughs> be there. But then there's ones that are, like, 10 a.m. to 12, then we have a lunch break at 1, so come back at 4. And so it's, like, Ugh. stuff like that. But there was a casting I was in for four hours. I didn't hear back from them. <laughs> but I was in it for four hours, and, like, part of you... Ugh. And it sucks because part of you thinks, like, I'm probably not going to get this, but it's also, like, don't manifest the negative thoughts. Like, let's yeah. think we're going to get it, but it's also, like, statistically, <laughs> I'm not going to get it. Oh, my God. <laughs> but I'm here for, like, four hours. Should I leave and get up and go? But And then you have, like, other castings that day, and, like, it's they're all around L.A. And so, It honestly reminds me of those old episodes of America's Next Top Model where they go on the go sees yeah. and they're, like, crying in the middle of Europe. Yeah, because <laughs> that's like, how it is. Know. I mean, I have my own car, so it's, like, I'm not trying to figure out a map in a taxi. But yeah. it's still, like, the same. It's, like, really similar to that. And I didn't – I guess on Antium, we didn't – we had, like, that one day of, like, go-sees. But that's, mm-hmm. like, we're getting transported everywhere. 
like we're meeting with clients who have to see us because it's for TV. Yeah. Like, and they're, they can't be like extremely rude to us because what? No one's ever going to buy from them. Right. They're like, they're mean clients. Yeah. And, but now it's like, we go to clients that like, that I love and adore and I wear their stuff and I use their stuff and I'm like, oh, and then it's like, Oh, they didn't. They didn't have my complexion. They already have your. Yeah, complexion. they already have my complexion. So I guess I'm out. And I, what's funny is, like, two other girls from my agency that I'm friends with, they told me they got that same answer. And Ugh. they like, they're like, we called our agent Fear. They're like, I called Fear and like complained to him because like I can't. But our agents don't know. Like they don't know what's gonna yeah. happen to us. And like, so I'm just like, and I almost cried. I, like that's so. I think that's the one time that I was like, what am I doing with my life? But then mm. other than that, I'm just like. We're always, like, I always think that, like, every model, we're all trying to get our, like, big break. Like, our one campaign mm-hmm. that's, like, gets us really noticed. And I feel like I'm still striving for that, even though I was on ANTM. Yeah. Like, because that's not, like, a yeah. Balmain campaign. It's ANTM. What's the next chapter? Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's what I'm I'm trying for now is to just keep modeling, building my book, and then. Yeah. But I'm excited now to listen to the podcast and hear all the tea about yeah. modeling. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I just want to thank you for coming here, making it, surviving traffic. <laughs> I She literally came here from an audition. Yeah. So uh. um, please check her out. Um, what is your desired handle that you have? Um, my Instagram, it's Kyla Sorad. Okay. I made it when I was 16, so. That's okay. My last name's not so rad. It's <laughs> Coleman, but everyone thinks it's so rad. It's okay. I, my, like, bank name is still my old AIM Scream name, and it's really embarrassing when I have to log in to Chase, so I understand. Yeah. It's horrific. <laughs> it's bad. Um, but thank you so much for being on here. Please stay tuned for your podcast that's coming out in early 19. I think it's going to be very very informative on the industry as a whole um not so glamorous but yeah thank you so much yeah. for being here. thank you for having me yeah we'll talk to you guys next time Bye.